0: from squadcast.fm to talk about distance interviews and what it takes to actually have a really high-quality distance interview. Everyone these days are using are using Zoom or Squadcast or Skype or something else. And in this episode, we break down some very tactical, actionable tips you can use to have higher-quality audio on those episodes. I don't talk a lot about audio um, production. I don't talk a lot about um uh, you know, just making your audio sound good because I'm not an expert in that. So it was great to have some experts on who can talk about that stuff. I know a lot of my episodes are geared towards helping you guys grow, helping you guys monetize your podcast. So this one's a bit of a different flavor, but I still think it's super important and valuable because as more podcasts jump into podcasting, the, the cream of the crop will rise. So Audio quality is a big part of that. So enjoy this episode. Make sure you stick around to the end because they share actually what's coming up in Q4 for Squadcast, which are some major updates and some big things that are going to definitely change the game. And uh, also a side note, we actually recorded this episode on Squadcast. So if you like the audio quality, I suggest you go and check them out. In a world where ad costs are continually rising and prospects are getting more and more skeptical about who they can trust, how can you reach new people in a way that's authentic and effective? A place where you can build trust at scale and convert skeptical prospects into raving fans and clients. Hey, my name is Luis Diaz and you're listening to the podcast Podcast domination show the place for entrepreneurs and businesses that want to know how to build a podcast to help them grow their business, get more clients, and build their brand. I appreciate your time. Thanks for joining me. Rockfelder, Zachariah, guys, thanks for jumping on the show, Podcast Domination Show. Uh, we just had an awesome conversation, which uh, didn't get recorded, but um, to preface this talk. Um, I've had, I'm sure you guys have as, had as well, tons of questions about, um, recording you know, over zoom recording, like what should I use? What software should I use to do distance interviews? How does that work? How do I make it sound good? Um, I've even had clients like not want to podcast cause they couldn't go to a studio hmm. and, and they're just like, we don't even want to do that whole, you know, they kind of look at it as taboo. Like we don't want to go there and be like everyone else. But I know, and you guys are the experts um, at this, is like how do you, you know, and we'll get into, I want to get into Squadcast and like how they came about here in a sec too. But um, I want to chat today about like how to make, you know, distance interviews sound really amazing um, and make them high quality. Because I know that you can do it. I've watched what you guys have done in the space for the last couple of years um, and how you've positioned yourselves and really taken a stand against like <laughs> bad audio, um, especially in distance interviews. Because I've we've all heard it, like the glitchiness stuff and uh it's never enjoyable for people listening so um but before we get into that i definitely want to dive into a little bit of backstory on like how you guys got into this space and um yeah we'll go from there well thanks for having us on luis yeah Yeah, you're welcome and i guess for for people listening zachariah go ahead and speak so they know who's zachariah
1: hi yeah i appreciate you having us on luis
0: (laughs) thanks and then rockfelder go ahead and speak so you know Who's who? This is Rock. This is my voice. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Cool. All
1: right. So where we got started uh, is is a story that I love and it goes way back. Rock and I are longtime friends. So have a foundation in in trust there. Um, Introduced me as a listener to podcasting because of my love for learning. That was a habit I picked up pretty quickly and stuck through college and early career and Uh, continues to this day and was actually what um, was kind of the the precursor to thinking of doing, uh, making the jump from being a listener to an active participant and creator. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wanted to do something in the new genre of audio dramas within science fiction. Yeah. Uh, And did that as uh, the only way that I could really make that happen was with a distributed production team. Uh, and voice actors and you know the whole nines needed to be remote and distributed to have any sort of regular cadence which is really important for for podcast audience growth so uh we kind of found ourselves in between that rock and a hard place uh but also because podcasting had been around and there were people way smarter than us we just kept assuming that this was a, a solved a problem had already been mm-hmm. solved and we just mm-hmm. hadn't found the answer yet um And turns out we were wrong about that, and uh, I'm glad that we were because uh, it was a huge opportunity to innovate, approach the old problem of sounding great without being in the same room to record together, and uh, really found that as an opportunity to help move uh, the industry and the medium and the community forward with uh, some tools built for podcasters to sound great and be able to record anywhere in the world. Cool, and
0: before Rockwell, before I get, I think I was saying your name before wrong. So let me clarify: it's Rockwell, first name, correct? Rock rock. Rockwell.
2: Either way, okay. is cool.
0: We'll go, we'll go with Rock. Okay, cool. I think I was saying it wrong before. So go ahead. Um, yeah, didn't know if you wanted to add something there, Rock, but uh, feel free to.
2: Yeah, I just think, um, you know, Zach and I come came into this as like, like he said, like big fans of podcasting. We totally had experienced the magic from as listeners, and so you know, so much so that Zach wanted to create a podcast and. Um, I had always wondered why podcasting wasn't more mainstream, like more people weren't mm-hmm. listening to podcasts and weren't catching the bug that Zach and I had. So when he approached me about this idea and and ran me through all the problems and challenges that they ran ran into, um, it just was it was really easy to get excited about. And independently of each other, both of us were looking for something a little bit different um, as far as like a different way to work, different, different way to uh, different path, you know, something more independent and entrepreneurial. So when he asked me to be his partner, I just was like, totally stoked because again, it was, it was all about podcasting. And I think in, in the other way, like we always saw that podcasting was going to get bigger, but I think the other thing that maybe we were a little bit, uh, it was a hypothesis, but we weren't as intentional about that was that we were already used to working remotely in our previous jobs. So to us, it it wasn't that big of a stretch that as podcasting rises, more people are going to want to create podcasts potentially, and they're going to want to do it remotely. And they're going to need high quality tools to do that. And we believe that quality is one of the few things that you as a podcaster actually having your control to separate yourself from the rest of your category. Um, and so as the medium develops, as listeners tastes and behaviors change, we really think that quality is just going to be uh, a standard and just an expectation. And so we want to help kind of level the playing field for everybody, making it super easy for you and your guests to connect and sound like it actually happened in the same room because your audience isn't wondering, or can't tell that it happened on Skype there's not that little <laughs> skypey sound um you know so that that's what we're trying to do and we're really happy about that um and really grateful for the podcast community. As you might know, Luis, it's like yeah. a pretty unique community, super open and welcoming, which, you know, as listeners, I I personally felt like a little bit of an outsider because I haven't been behind the mic. Fortunately, we, we have that opportunity now, uh, which is great, but uh, they were extremely welcoming because everybody that comes into podcasting is kind of coming in the same way where they right. just have passion and an idea and they want to get it out there. And so uh, you know, c- couldn't be more grateful to have picked a better, uh, group to
0: serve, to be, to be quite honest. Yeah. Yeah. Podcasting is cool like that. Like people welcome you with open arms and it's like the community is really, really helpful and nice. And like, they're there to help everybody get better. Um, It's so today, and as we're talking about this, the whole COVID pandemic is going on and more and more people are going online and they may or may not have a lot of them probably have some kind of like past experience with remote recording. But when it comes to podcasting, it's a little bit different. There's nuances and things like that that like can make your show sound better or worse. Um, and I'm curious from you guys. Like, I'm sure you guys have a ton of clients who are maybe asking, like, what are some of the things you can do in your environment uh, or in your mic setup? You know, like we'll, we'll get really tactical on this one. And then I also want—I know you guys have a podcast too, so I definitely want to talk about or ask you guys a little bit about what you talk about over there because I'm sure it's different. Um, but what are some of the biggest questions you're hearing from your clients when it comes to audio recording or distance recording, rather? Um, and to make that, like, how to make that recording sound really, really good, like it wasn't even recorded with, uh, you know, when you guys are in different states?
1: Yeah, we get we get a lot of fascinating questions. Um, people in podcasting tend to focus on hardware solutions, yeah, and it's not always <laughs> obvious why. Uh, why software can actually, or or the how you're actually recording can impact the quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of those things that's not obvious is uh, is recording with headphones. We tend to think we're speaking, so the microphone matters, but uh, but headphones can actually prevent like this problem of echo cancellation, which uh, dumps the volume down and can impact the quality while people mm-hmm. speak or laugh at the same time. Uh, which I always thought was just solved by a best practice, like. You know, don't interrupt people—that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But it really depends. With with a platform like Squadcast, we help podcasters and their guests record in over 120 countries. And depending on different language and cultural um, diversity that we see, uh, it's much more tolerable in some cultures to speak over each other for mm-hmm. long form conversations. And uh, it's not necessarily seen as some sort of rudeness, uh, like it is in our culture. True. Um, So I think that that's kind of uh, a non-obvious, uh, you know, impact on quality. There's all sorts of environmental questions, how the, how the internet impacts the quality, which is really the culprit when it comes to, uh, the conversation platforms that, um, have been mentioned like Skype and zoom, that's really focused on empowering and connecting a conversation like, uh, seems a little bit crazy in 2020, but, uh, Skype's big innovation was you didn't have to pay for long-distance phone calls anymore. Mm -hmm. We could actually use the internet to do that without having to pay my phone carrier uh, to to do that. So they're really focused on connecting a conversation. And it's kind of a feature in the background that you can record that somehow. Um, So what we do with Squadcast is the exact opposite of that. We are a recording platform. That has a feature where you can connect with other people and, and record together. Uh, so it's really that figure ground reversal where we prioritize quality. And we do that in a number of different ways by uh, capturing the audio at the source. So recording everybody separately and local to their computer. Uh, and then we also have developed some really innovative technology to make sure that that uh, approach to recording is very reliable even in the worst case scenario circumstance where power goes out or (laughs) your internet goes down or uh, your mic gets unplugged, Uh, turns out that those things happen in the real world. So we embrace that and have built this really fault-tolerant system that makes sure that um, you have a high degree of confidence that you're going to walk away with those recordings, that you worked really hard to schedule that time with your guest, Uh, make sure it's an engaging, flowing conversation, and it's just the worst case scenario if you walk away from that without actually having content for your audience that sounds great so uh so that's really what we focus on but uh all kinds of environmental facets that we can go into or how to prioritize your internet connection and uh kind of how to think about some of those things that that have an impact that uh aren't necessarily uh software solutions right like I can't write any code that like puts my dog in the other room. Right. So there's that whole list of, uh <laughs> yeah, there's that whole that. list of things we can cover.
0: Cool. Um, Rock, anything else to add to that? I've got some questions to dive in, but I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> cut you off. Oh no, not. I mean, there's not
2: much. I mean, um it's one of the things that we just eat, breathe and think about all day. So uh one of the funny things that's not, I guess, intuitive uh, at least it wasn't to me at first, but it's one of the a common pitfalls is just using the, tech and equipment properly, like mic technique and your environment and room treatment are just so important and often overlooked. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, it's okay to be forgiving, especially these days. Like we're not all, we're all kind of forced in this situation to work out of our home. So, you know, be forgiving if the dog does come in or the kids do come in. I think that's just gonna be the the staple of a 2020 podcast is interruptions and stuff that happens at home. So, you know, be forgiving of yourself. Um, and then another thing I should add is uh, a common question we get is just like the podcaster usually has their ish together for lack of a better way of putting it. It's the guest where there, there's a lot of uncertainty and where the podcaster really tries to help set them up for success. So that's something that we try to do as well. Be proactive. We understand how difficult and time consuming it is to research and schedule with your interview, uh, your interviewee. Um, and so we really want you to get the most out of that time when you do have that interview. So I think, you know, just there's a a lot of little things that a guest can do. Like Zach said, just showing up with headphones. You don't need the fancy stuff like, like, uh, you know, the over ear, uh, Bose headphones or anything like that. Like anything is going to sound better than just no headphones and recording straight into your computer. mic. of course, uh, there's always going to be, uh, you have a microphone, a fancy microphone, it should sound better, but you don't need a whole lot, and you don't need to spend
0: a whole lot to, to sound great on a remote interview. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point, actually. Like I have people who sometimes want to spend more money on a mic. Like, I'll tell them like you only need like a hundred dollar mic, a a room that has carpet, you know, maybe some some like acoustic panel on the on the on it if you can, if you need it, and no dogs or you know, don't have anything barking or going. Buy a hundred miles an hour past your window, and they're like, "That's not enough money, though. I want to spend five, six, seven hundred dollars." I'm like, "You don't need to.
2: <laughs> Creating um, content's tough enough, right?" That's so yeah. Like, don't let any yeah. of that stuff get in the way of you just focusing and honing your craft because that's that's difficult enough.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and great point here with the mic with the with the headphones. Like, I'm not wearing headphones, and there's probably going be some, some some reverb on or some like feedback on my end, which I'll will have taken out, but. Yeah, a I have, great tip. Uh, I
1: have echo cancellation turned on for us, so we'll be Ah, prepared.
0: okay, there we go. <laughs> it's another cool thing you can do with this with with Squadcast, which I find like I haven't seen any echo cancellation on on Zoom or anything else. Um I still use Zoom a lot, but like that's a cool thing. If you're gonna go serious with podcasting, like little things like this are 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 important. Um funny enough, you guys mentioned with the storm. We had a storm come come through here uh Monday and like destroy like parts of Iowa like I've never seen like there's at least six semis um flipped over <laughs> on the road. Whoa. I was like, whoa. Uh yeah. So of course Wi-Fi is completely out. Uh which is why I'm here in this in this workspace. Um but for for things like that, you mentioned something really cool, which is like you can actually download locally to a to your like all three tracks we downloaded locally, which makes it easier and easier to clean up and easier to um to mix together when needed. Um, I wanted to dive in though with you guys about like their environments. Cause I think that's often overlooked. Um, what are some of the things you, you kind of like, if you have a checklist or anything like that, that you guys, um, kind of go over in your, in your, by yourselves when you are about to go on an interview, like, are there any key things you do or, you know, check off the box before that happens?
1: Yeah, I think, um, I mentioned consistency before with how often we're publishing and reaching our audience. It can also be really helpful to consistently record in the same environment. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that way you're sounding consistent from, um, from interview to interview. And, uh, that's little things like that. Your, your audience can pick up on, or if you like change microphones, right. That's another way of, uh, of that the consistency will change. Yeah. Um, so some of those are unavoidable, but to the extent that you can control it, uh, like you mentioned, right, carpeting, um, mic technique that that Rock mentioned. So that is how you're actually projecting your voice into the microphone and kind of that proper distance there. It's really easy, just as kind of an awareness uh, awareness thing. And um, some of those things uh, are really easy to communicate to a guest, and the the guest we have to remind ourselves sometimes that they're not professional podcasters who are necessarily familiar with, uh, you know, why their, their microphone ruffling on their shirt collar (laughs) will actually have an impact on quality or, uh, putting their phone on vibrate is, uh, or, or silent even better. Um, so just using the, the conversation, um, before you hit record to just kind of, make sure that those boxes are checked. it's it's really simple stuff there's just kind of a handful of things right uh, like the sound of you touching your desk can impact quality right so there's there's all depending on the microphone you're using. So I think uh, being comfortable giving a little bit of direction to your guest um, and also upfront communicating to them why they want to sound good. they've not done, this deep study like you and we have at like uh, they're coming into this completely stoked that they're going to be able to tell their story and reach your audience and add value. Um, but quality isn't necessarily what they're thinking about. And it's, it's really simple to communicate to them. Like my audience values quality and your quality audio and, and your story being recorded in quality, mm-hmm. it really has an impact to them. To preserve your credibility as an expert on this topic, if you sound like you're recording a phone call, that has an impact on how my audience perceives your credibility and there's research to back that up, thankfully, so mm-hmm. that's really uh like i think I think people do care about quality they 're just not necessarily thinking about it um, because there's a lot of kind of nerves when it comes into an actual production. This may be their first podcast interview, so I think that for the most part hosts have their they're set up, dialed in. They know to kind of keep keep environmental sounds to a minimum, like refrigerators and uh, dogs and some of the some of the things there. Yeah. Um. But the guest, oftentimes, it, it can pay really big dividends to uh to kind of uh communicate why quality matters to them and simple stuff that they can do to uh, avoid adding other sounds to the to the mix.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. I think one of the benefits of interviewing you guys, I didn't have to communicate that with you guys. So I already knew that was a given going in. So, <laughs> um, one of the Good benefits, right. Uh, but it's a great point there. I mean, it, as a question for you, how do you communicate that with the guests specifically? Is that through an email? Is that through just like, Hey, like five minutes before we get on the call, just go over the couple of these, you know, housekeeping rules and things. Um, how do you guys or recommend to your clients like to communicate that? So it's like, very clear, very consistent, but also not like to the point where it's you know, it's more work on your plate like oh, I got to do this whole 5-minute spiel about audio quality now before I interview a guest. How do you recommend it? Yeah,
2: because a lot of the steps are pretty similar and and the recommendations that we have are are just good sound advice whether, you know, even if you're not using Squadcast, we do have an interview checklist that kind of yeah. walks you through the common steps um even like something is crazy as pressing the record button because guess what we forget it it happens all the time uh, unfortunately so uh, fortunately squadcast has your back in a few ways in that regard but uh, it is something that that happens even to the best of us along with some of the other things that we talked about like shutting off notifications um, you know maybe just having one window open not having all your tabs in Chrome open that you know might be uh, getting in the way of you uh, having you know good quality conversation um so yeah fortunately we do have a resource center where we provide a checklist like that if um you schedule a, a session on squadcast via using someone's email it sends out an automatic email with a list of best practices as well that's cool. and and then also we have um like a connect and record checklist usually for like first timers that are connecting on squadcast that's a that's a good way to like Proactively set communicate expectations and then set them up for success as far as like, you know, use this use that be mindful of this, you know, all the stuff that we're talking about here just to really help the podcaster help the guest out. We know that a lot of you podcasters out there are already doing this or so we're just trying to help you do it, you know, be proactive um, and especially if like you're newer and maybe you don't aren't aware of some of this stuff or um, haven't been encouraged to tell your guest like, Hey, I would really appreciate you doing this. And here's why I think that's a great, uh, important distinction, Zach, that we don't talk about enough is telling them why, because I think anybody would be like, well, yeah, I do want to sound great. Um, and if, if that's all I have to do is, you know, a couple steps, like if that's not too difficult. So I think it's just education, helping us all help mm-hmm. each other out. and And we see that as our role, as many industries in podcasting, see it as a role to just educate people we know a lot of people are coming into the space that aren't familiar with podcasting recording audio or tech they but they have a great story to tell so it's our job to kind of prop them up and keep them uh help them get started and then keep them podcasting as well that's another big element so yeah uh, our part to play is helping you when it comes to not just podcasting but remote recording
0: remote content production is is where we see our role in the industry got it i love that um i want to do a quick recap of like all the tips you guys have shared when it comes to audio quality for people because I think it's really important. Um, definitely number one, mic technique, like you were saying, Rock. Um, the headphones, having headphones like I'm abusing or not doing right now. <laughs> um, uh, number three, uh, like understand like, hey, like turn off Voxer, turn off Slack, turn off of you know, email notifications. I can tell you guys some nightmare stories <laughs> with like yeah. email. The even, hard way.
2: <laughs> yeah, I bet.
0: It's just like oh man how did how this happen um yeah so notifications and things like that um uh, right now for people wondering where i'm at i am in a floor a room that has very small and it has like like a concrete almost like a sam's club type of floor if you've ever been to sam's or costco like that kind of floor so the the, i can i know the noise is like bouncing like crazy probably uh and a wooden desk so it's not using
1: a good mic for it so yeah if, if you had a if you had a yeti we would be able to hear like that whole soundscape right, right? but uh i think you're using a, a a good mic for it which gets into the equipment question but yeah. uh, we also have some data to inform that usually it's kind of anecdotal uh advice where it's like these are the top microphones used by podcasters said by <laughs> x influencer uh but we actually wanted to bring some clarity and data to that because we uh empower so many remote interviews Uh, Over the course of 2019, we looked at that data and we produced uh, the first industry data report that's um, production focused. So what times of day people record at, um, what microphones or what headphones or cameras and uh, a bunch of interesting stuff that's like the actual, uh, you know, cumulative uh, measurement of those things. and. Uh, less driven by like influencer marketing and affiliates. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so we definitely have that as a resource as well. That's our remote podcast stats report. Oh, cool. Uh, I'd love to link that in the show notes too, if if it's on Available totally. on the blog. We'll definitely link it. It's interesting stuff. And uh, we, we really were searching for that data when we first started uh, the company around four years ago. So uh, so we're, we're really grateful to bring that full circle. And uh, we'll, be, we'll be updating that on a regular cadence with a partnership with our friends at Studio Pod here in the Bay Area in San Francisco, a physical recording studio, and then uh, a Interview Valet as well. We're, we're pulling uh, some interesting data together from uh, from all of them. Very cool. Um, yeah, just for
0: just to close the loop there, I know, Rock, it looks like you're using the same mic as me in ATR2100. Zachariah, I don't know which one you're using, but uh, it sounds similar. I'm not sure.
1: But here. Here. Yeah, it, it <laughs> is. Uh, and that is the most popular microphone we see used on the platform. Um, and that's why I use it is because I want to have a testing setup where I can uh, I can be as close to what we see our customers yeah. doing. So uh, you know, most popular audio interface, most popular headphones. Like I kind of have a have a generic setup because of that. As much <laughs> as I'd love a electro voice microphone, they're just not that popular because they're like a thousand dollars. So right. uh, you know, we do we do see them uh being used by uh, you know, people who've been doing this for decades. Like one of our advisors, Jordan Harbinger, uh it sounds great with his voice. And uh of course, Squadcast supports what any uh whatever equipment you or your guests are coming in with. So no real bias or opinions there. Uh, We just want you to sound good and kind of get the technology out of the way.
0: Nice, nice. Uh, um, I'm curious. So I know you guys started a podcast to make a really hard transition here. Uh, What's the name of your podcast? What do you guys primarily cover on that show? Curious. I haven't taken a look at listen yet, full transparency, but I will.
2: All good. No problem. There's so many podcasts (laughs) out there. We get it. Uh, So the podcast is called Between Two Mics. Zach and I are the co-hosts and we like to highlight uh, and put the spotlight on people in podcasting that are really defining the industry and really pushing uh, the boundaries because it's still a very young industry and still actively being defined. And we're just, we get to have the privilege of getting exposed to people doing so many cool things like you, Luis. And so we just want to take the opportunity to connect with them. It's Podcasting is not just great to build an audience, but it's great for the relationship aspect with with yeah. the guests you interview too. And we've really seen long-term benefits of those interviews start to manifest if you just continue to nurture them. Um, so it's a great way to do that. And we love just talking podcasting with people that are really doing some cool things. So that's what we
0: do between two mics. I love it. Cool. Thank yeah. You. Uh, yeah um, the uh, the interview aspect of like just getting people on and talking to them and seeing like what's their, expertise set like that's really what i love doing in this i'm sure you guys are same way um in closing up here i definitely want to cover like some of the things you guys are excited about coming up on in podcasting coming up with squadcast i'd love to hear what um what you guys are pumped about next like q4 and like 2021 for people who are in podcasting or looking to get into it like what should they be you know keeping their eyes on right now
1: we're really big on listening, so our roadmap and where we're going and what excites us is really informed uh, deeply by the conversations that we have with podcasters in the community. So, uh, so we're tremendously grateful for that. And uh, the the longest requested feature of our platform is to record the video in addition to the audio, mm-hmm. uh, which is something where we've always had video to empower a flowing conversation and uh, and have body language be. Uh, preserved in that way, but uh, but the ability to record that video is something that we've been working our way towards for quite a while now, and uh, really excited that we'll be adding video recording to, uh, to the platform um, in Q4 here, uh, as well as some other features that will empower uh, multiple shows so podcasters uh, with networks or multiple podcasts can uh, keep those uh, conversations and recording sessions organized as well as facilitate a kind of team collaboration within each one of those shows so oh, cool. we have we have the uh, thank you we have the good fortune of working with uh, like ESPN as an example they have several podcasts and each one of them has their own production team that's an extreme example. But <laughs> yeah. even folks like our founding advisor, Harry Duran with Fullcast, he has multiple multiple clients that he does the post-production for. Uh, he can kind of keep all of that collaboration within uh, his Squadcast account. It's really easy to access those files. Maybe he hires an additional producer um, with his growth. And uh, all of those team interactions can be facilitated with uh, with audio and, uh, and also video. That's
0: cool. Awesome. Yeah, I know it's been a long... It's definitely something I know I asked for early, early on, um, a couple of years ago, I was like, man, like once I get the video part squared away,
1: it's going to be really hard to say no. Um, so I'm excited for that. Yeah. For the same hour long conversation, you're going to walk away with another format to reach your audience and really just maximize that distribution and your creative potential, uh, to, to, to really get that, that same conversation to travel farther, so that's uh, something we're really stoked about as well. We just uh, have really been grateful to have earned this reputation of reliability and quality within the industry. Uh, so that's why we've been working our way towards this for for so long now is to make sure that it's done right. It's uh, yeah. taking all the same best practices that we've learned through our progressive upload technology uh, for that reliability and speed, uh, as well as the uh, setting you up for success in post-production with recording separate files for each person, having backups automatically recorded in addition to the primaries. Uh, So, you know, all of those same lessons are being applied to video um, and uh, really exciting to have that right around the corner. Got it. Very cool. That's, that makes a lot of sense. I figured you guys
0: could have done it a lot earlier, but there's more of a quality issue. It's more of like you guys want to do it differently and better and like not just how everyone else is doing it. So totally makes sense. Um, Wrapping up, what's, what's kind of one podcast growth tip, any kind of podcast tip, I think that was not covered already that um, you guys would leave to the listeners of, or other likely other podcasters or people starting podcasts in the near future.
2: Yeah, I think a big thing that comes to mind is just to go into this with a realistic attitude. And I don't want to, you know minimize expectations or anything like that. But podcasting what we've seen really rewards persistence and like creating content on like a regular schedule and continuing to just nurture and grow your, your audience relationships, your guest relationships. Um, it typically doesn't Mm -hmm. just have this huge moment of like, all of a sudden your, your podcast is super famous. Like it, it reward it, you will get growth, but it's not, it's generally going to be slow and steady. And, you know, quite frankly, uh, that's, that's a good thing. And it's, it's going to help you get reps and just get better. And, and, you know, through Mm -hmm. time, you're going to be, you'll be surprised after a couple of years, but I just think it, a a big issue is if you come into it thinking that you're going to have, you know, thousands of people listening to you and making a bunch of money right out the gate or within a short period of time, I'm not going to say it's not going to happen. It's certainly possible, but it's just not the traditional path that we see, But that doesn't mean that there's still tremendous benefits that you can get from, from podcasting. So, but I think going in with a realistic attitude is going to be helpful for the long term. And I think that's just applicable to so many things, even like starting a business. Like yeah, we, of course we wanted to have virality or viral growth or just like explosive growth or whatever, but you know, it, 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 it just doesn't always work like that. It's about stacking up
0: opportunities and, um, podcasting is no different. Yeah. Great point. Um, yeah, I, taking the reps, honestly, like I've been doing this for four years, like, you know, <laughs> been highs and lows, but it's one of those things that, yeah, the more reps you get at it, the longer you go at it, um, the better you will get, the more audience, uh, bigger the audience you will build. And the the more, like, I think it's just hanging hang around the game long enough, like you'll win, you'll score. Oh, um, yeah. And uh, that's always been my goal just to, uh, it's a battle of attrition. <laughs> whoever can
1: hold out longest wins <laughs> and it's predictable growth uh like ron yeah. said it's uh you know we all want that that kind of uh, sharp sharp curve upwards and to the right but uh but compound interest is you know one of the most powerful forces in the universe i think to to quote einstein uh, yeah. poorly uh so it's it's predictable and it is growth uh, it's just it's just not all at once so uh consistency really is the the key there yeah yeah exactly um that could be a whole other
0: conversation a whole other episode um, maybe a <laughs> yeah. part two let's um, do it <laughs> yeah absolutely guys thanks so much for coming on um where can people find out more at about Squadcast and also your podcast what's the best place to send them
1: well appreciate you having us on very much it's uh, it's our pleasure so uh yeah we're we're big parts of the community um so when we get back to conferences and meetups, we'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> um. In the meantime, we're happy to uh, connect with you online. Our socials are at Squadcast FM, and uh, we are at uh, the domain squadcast.fm. FM. Uh, if you want to set up a demo session, we can jump in with you, get every uh, get all of your questions answered, some samples recorded. Uh, we also have a free trial, so kick the tires, invite a friend, do a practice session uh, see, see, uh, the proof in the pudding, uh, on, on the auto audio quality. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's tons of resources there as well. So, uh, we're always looking for ways to, to inspire and help the podcast community stay consistent and, uh, and work at that quality audio. So, um, yeah, we're really grateful for that.
0: Cool guys. Thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Luis.
1: Hey, thank you again for listening.
0: Remember, if you want the free training on how to start, scale, and monetize your podcast, then go to Facebook, search for my name, Luis Ryan Diaz, and shoot me a message with the word training, or the link to my personal profile will be below this episode. Just swipe up if you're on an Apple device, um, and it'll be there. So again, shoot me the message with the word training if you want the free recording on how to start, scale, and monetize your show. I'll catch you later. Thanks again. Bye for now.